Hey, 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 friends. This is Kayla, your podcast strategist and the host of your podcast strategist show. And if this is your first time here, welcome. Welcome to the show. I make it my priority to try and provide you with actionable tips and advice for starting, growing, and scaling your podcast and doing it in such a way that it supports you, your business, and your life. Most importantly, your life, because your podcast should not run you. You should run your podcast. And if you are a return listener, thank you so much. Thank you so, 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 so much for being here. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. And it makes it really worth it to see everyone who listens as you know, I'm going in and looking at numbers and things like that, which here pretty soon I'm going to do an episode on auditing your podcast. And it really does make a difference when you see those numbers climb. So thank you so much for coming back and listening today, which if I sound like I'm whispering, it's because I'm using this mic. And on the last episode, you probably heard that it sounded really bad. And I'm using the same mic that I've used several times, but my kids have been messing with it. It has no settings on it, so I can't change the settings. And if I get it too close to my mouth, then it starts to clip. If I get it too far away, then it's super echoey. It's like one sweet spot and I can only get so loud even with it far away from my mouth or else it also starts to clip. And I'm trying really hard not to have a repeat of the last episode, which was so ironic because it was also the longest episode I have recorded and it had the worst audio, which I didn't know until after the fact and I did not have time to re-record. So I am so sorry about that. But for this episode, we are going to talk all about podcast monetization strategy, sponsorships. We're going to talk about sponsorships. We've been talking about ads and I've been talking about ads in relation to podcast growth. If you want, we can also go into ads, way to use ways to use ads to also increase your overall business growth and things like that. We can dive much deeper into that topic, which is why that episode was so long. <laughs> like I could go deeper. There are a lot of different strategies to use paid promotion in relation to your podcast and your business that actually kind of tie in together. And I have all the thoughts. Anyways, my point for this episode is going to be to go into uh, sponsorships, what they are, when they make sense, if they make sense, how to craft a relationship that is mutually beneficial for our, all three parties involved. Because when you start talking about sponsorships, you start talking about ad buyers, you start talking about those relationships. There are three parties that you need to make sure the package makes sense for. So we're going to go into all of that. And of course, if you have any questions or if there's anything you want me to delve deeper on, let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram. You can reach me in my DMs at Quells Podcast Services. That's K Wells Podcast Services. And I would be happy to go deeper. I'd be happy to create additional episodes. You let me know. All right. Well, let's get into this week's episode all about sponsorships. Welcome to the Your Podcast Strategist Show. I'm your host, Kayla Wells. I'm a podcast manager and strategist working with award-winning professionals and entrepreneurs who are creating businesses that change the world. Get ready to learn everything you need to know to start podcasting today, along with all the encouragement you need to stay on track. I love podcasting, but I love creating sustainable marketing and content machines that support your business and life even more. It's time to take the weight out of your marketing efforts. Ready to go? 
Great. Grab your favorite note-taking tools and let's do this. Okay, seriously, guys, the number of times I get asked about sponsorships is actually kind of crazy. And I've been getting this question far more frequently lately. And I know that it has to do with the fact that you keep seeing these big names jumping into the podcast space, buying podcasts and buying rights to podcasts, which really opens the door for this way more for this sponsorship discussion. And not that this question's not been being asked for ages. It has, it has been. I've just been getting the question more in my circles. And that's why I thought that an episode about it would make a lot more sense. So first things first, what is a sponsorship, a podcast sponsorship? And it's funny because this is actually one of those (laughs) not so straightforward answers. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it is. It's, you know, somebody who's paying a monetary value for some form of visibility on your podcast. So whether that's, you know, a block of ads, whether that is sponsoring the entire show, whether it is sponsoring shows that make sense for the brand, it's them paying money to have some form of visibility on your show. What can this look like? I mean, it can look like a variety of things. Like I said, it could be people buying ad spots. Now, person buying ads You could technically say that if they are buying a block of ads, that they are sponsoring a block of episodes, but at the same time, they could also just be an ad buyer. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sponsorship. And unless your agreement states that they are quote unquote sponsoring those ads, you don't necessarily have to state it that way, but either way, they're kind of the same thing and kind of not. All right. So The things to consider when you are pursuing a sponsor for your show, whether that is you are pursuing people to sponsor blocks of ads, whether you're pursuing specific types of sponsors for different types of content that you're creating. And like an example of that is, for instance, somebody who's focused in the health and wellness space. If they have blocks of episodes that are specific to literally like, this is our fitness block, this is our health, like overall health block. This is our uh, mental health block. This is our nutrition and diet health block. Although I don't like the word diet. So perhaps just this is our nutrition health block. Perhaps you would want to have sponsors for those different types. For instance, if this was your fitness side, maybe you're looking for sponsors from local gyms, if you have a local show or from If you wanted to go big, you could look for sponsors through people like Peloton. I don't know that they need sponsors, but you you see where I'm going with this. Like you could have, if you had a favorite brand of weights that you're always using, you could ask that brand to sponsor those types of episodes because they're getting in front of the right audience, the content matches, and it makes sense for you, your episode and your audience, as well as your sponsor. Additionally, if you were on the nutrition side, if you had a favorite supplement company, You could ask if they would want to sponsor those episodes. They wouldn't be sponsoring your entire show because when you're chatting about different types of weights and different types of workouts, supplement companies can still benefit from that. But the person who's just looking to work out is not also necessarily the person who's looking for supplements. Oftentimes they go hand in hand, but at the same time, like you could really align your sponsors to those specific content blocks. Now, it gets a little bit more ambiguous 
when it comes to health and wellness, because again, like oftentimes the person who's working out a lot also wants the supplements, also wants the meal prepping, you know, plans also wants all of the other things. But like, if you had a mental health spot, you could ask for like better help to be a sponsor for those blocks of ads, because that would work out perfectly when you're talking about mental health, they are proprietors in the mental health space. So like that would be in alignment. You're looking for alignment with your show and your sponsors. And then additionally, you want to provide them with something that's enticing enough that they would want to sponsor. Because let's not forget, this is a monetary exchange. You are looking for money in exchange for visibility. So you need to look for proper alignment so that you are benefiting, your audience is benefiting, and your sponsor is benefiting. And in fact, I would almost say that the relationship works out the best when your focus is on your audience, like whatever would benefit your audience most, finding those sponsorships that are also going to benefit you and them. Let me know if that makes sense. Like definitely let me know if that makes sense. So really you're looking for alignment and you're looking for a win-win-win situation. That is how you want to approach sponsors, but you have to approach them with an enticing enough offer for them to want to sponsor your show. And this is where things get a little bit hairy because you have to prove download numbers. You have to prove audience size. You need to prove that you are a well-respected and well-sought-after host. You need to show that you've got lots of good reviews on your show. There are a lot of things that sponsors want to see before they start spending any money with you because they want to know that their dollars are actually going to have a return on investment for them. So where the sponsorship conversation comes in, where it's a little less cut and dried is when you have a smaller show, but you have a super aligned audience. So download numbers are really important, but when it comes down to it, that's only really important if you are seeking out relationships with the Pelotons of the world, with the Apples of the world, with, you know, the Spotify's of the world. Although Spotify, I don't actually think sponsors, they're going to like want a portion of your show. They're going to want ad rights. They're like, they're going to want all the rights to your show, but you see where I'm going with that. Like download numbers really matter for the big fish, but oftentimes there are smaller fish that are in great alignment that don't necessarily need to see that you have a super large show. They just need to see that you have a super engaged show or a super aligned show. So for instance, one of my clients, she works with photographers. Um, She's an online business manager, but her audience is photographers. And she was approached to offer an ad spot in her show for a conference that was specific to photographers. That is highly aligned, highly aligned to get photographers eyes and ears on that conference. That's a really smart decision. Now my client's show is not huge. It is not massive, but it is super aligned and it is super engaged. So that actually made a lot of sense. It was a short-term arrangement and they were able to work out terms that made sense for both of them. And again, the audience was super aligned. So you're looking for those kinds of relationships. Now, the other question I get with regard to sponsorships is 
what does a sponsorship package look like? And that depends. That depends 100% on you. It depends on your sponsor and it depends on what you're looking for, for your show. So it's hard to say, but some sponsors want to buy ad spots and they will purchase per ad spot. So like they want to buy, you know, ad spots in that episode, that episode, that episode, and that episode. And so you would give them a rate on a per episode basis. Now on larger shows and on larger sponsors, you know, they're looking for a, an almost guaranteed return on investment of some sort. So they're really looking for how many downloads, how many listeners, the clicks that you're getting through and things like that. So they're looking for an actual CPC. Okay. A cost per click, a cost per minute purchase, that kind of thing, CPM. So they're looking for a very specific guideline that they want to go off of and that they're willing to pay for. And that would be on a range based on what you're looking at with your download numbers and things like that. But when it comes down to it, if you have a super aligned audience, a super engaged audience and not and not huge audience, then you could still build out sponsorship packages that make sense that are still getting them the return. Cause that's the other piece depends also on what they're wanting to sponsor your show with. Are they looking to have brand visibility? Do they have an offer like the conference? Do they have a specific offer where tickets cost a certain amount of money and they're willing to put so much budget towards additional visibility? Or are they looking to sell a specific product or service? That's another thing to consider as well. Are they like a subscription company? Because this is where you can get into an affiliate relationship as well. It is an affiliate relationship, but it could almost also be considered a sponsorship of some sort because you've guaranteed a number of episodes that they'll be in, something like that. And in that case, they would pay for the number of episodes, but you might also have a kickback on your affiliate link or whatever it is you're putting out there as well. For instance, Good Ranchers is a it's a subscription box for various US grown meat cuts right? And so oftentimes the affiliates there get a percentage of the first box sold. And sometimes maybe not with good ranchers, but with some subscriptions, you also get a percentage of each additional box. That's kind of rare, but it is something that does happen. So that's something else to consider. Like whenever you're putting together the package, are you going to make them pay an actual block amount for being in the show? Or are you going to negotiate an additional side to your affiliate relationship? So There's different things to consider when you're approaching these things and looking at how best to serve your audience. Because again, this is for your audience, how best to serve your audience and create a relationship between you and your sponsor that feels good. So when it comes to creating these packages, something to consider is that you can create packages that are, you know, for instance, you're sponsoring a quarter. Every single episode for the next quarter, you'll be on the artwork. I would do that only if they're sponsoring the whole show. And that would be like a long-term sponsor, but you'll be on the episode artwork or you'll be on the show artwork. We will also do links in our show notes for you. There are things to build into this package to make it more enticing. And you can do that as you're creating your packages and as you're looking at the sponsors you want. So if it's a bigger sponsor and you have a smaller show, you might give them more for a little bit less if there's an extreme alignment between those two things. But really you should build out your packages in a way that makes sense for you, your team, 
your audience and your show. So one way that I've seen this done is X amount of money for a certain amount of shows for mid-roll ads or pre-roll ads. So you're selling a pre-roll episode block. It's X amount of money. This is how much it costs to buy these episodes. And it'll be a block of episodes determined by you. Like this is the package. You determine the block of episodes. You create a contract around it. Those episodes go out and they have sponsored those episodes. That might include you know, their logo on the artwork. It might include their logo on the social media assets. It'll definitely include a link to them in the show notes and may also be a host read ad that is in your intro. You could do that. If they're buying a block of pre-roll ads, they're going to have a separate ad. They might also pay a little extra if you also do a note in your intro. So like that, these are things to consider. They are looking for visibility. That's that's what it is. And when it comes to pricing these, the range is massive. You know, for a smaller package, could start anywhere between two to a thousand dollars for a range of episodes. That can go up significantly if you have a massive show. Like if you are the Joe Rogans of the world, those ad spots are significantly higher because they're getting significantly more views. So keep that in mind as well. Like as your show grows you might create bigger packages. Maybe you start small looking to build those relationships. And then as your show grows, you make those packages bigger. Because remember, these are short-term contracts unless you're getting a true show sponsor. And what I mean by a true show sponsor is somebody that's coming in and month after month, they are paying your podcast fees. They're paying your podcast manager. They're paying for your hosting. They're pay- they are sponsoring the show as a whole. They are putting the money behind your show and their name is on the artwork. Their name is always in your show notes. They are in fact in your intro and may even have a separate intro of their own to say, you know, this episode is sponsored by blah, 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 blah. This is who they are. And then additionally, if they have some a promotion that they're doing in particular, they would get first rights on being able to have that promotion inserted into your, your episode and that kind of thing. So Like they are truly sponsoring the show. They're taking on the monetary piece of it so that you're, you're taking that off. Now that's not to say that all full show sponsorships are covering the entire cost of of the show. That depends on you. It depends on the package you've created for them. But as long as they're paying, they're the, the show sponsor. And that is a higher place than somebody who's just sponsoring an episode or just buying ad spots in an episode. So keep that in mind as well. If you're looking for someone to come in and like truly take on the cost of the podcast, then that's a whole different type of relationship and a whole different type of package that you want to create. More often than not, what I'm seeing with that though, is that people are wanting to buy ad spots. And then you've got, you know, third-party ads. There are a bunch of different like softwares that can be used for this where they're inserting ads into your show. And you'll see this a lot with podcast networks. You'll see it a lot there. Additionally, you'll see it a lot with bigger shows. You'll have these blocks of like three or four ads that are read at any one time. It's because oftentimes they're allowing a third party to insert ads into their show. Now, if you have host read ads, those are more expensive. Like if the host is taking the time to record the ad, the person purchasing those ads are the business purchasing those ads or the ad, the brand purchasing those ads, those are significantly more expensive. Oftentimes there's like a block of 
recordings that the host will do so that it fits with different types of episodes that they're doing. So just know that if you're wanting host read ads, which honestly host read ads are the ones that are going to do the best anyways, because the, I mean, the person listening is invested in the host. They're listening because they love the host. That's why they keep coming back. And so a host read ad is just, it's just going to cost more. So I know I've kind of talked around the subject a little bit. I've tried to dive in as much as possible. The problem with topic of sponsorships is that it's very individualized. Like no matter if you create sponsorship packages, these things are going to be very individualized based on the types of sponsors that you're looking at. That's going to be very individualized based on the type of visibility they're looking for. Another thing that can be done is to have a spot where you have somebody sponsoring shows and they just want their freebie to get out into the world. And so the ad is running to their freebie. And then they'll have their, you'll have your own special page and they'll be able to directly see how your ads are doing with their company. And they'll be able to determine whether or not they want to do an additional, you know, round of ads with you. It's things like that. Like it's so individualized, but these are all things to consider as you're looking for podcast sponsors, or if you are looking to sponsor a podcast, these are things for you to consider as well. So just a little a little rundown, if you are trying to sponsor a podcast or if you're trying to have your podcast sponsored, the things to consider, audience alignment, this is one I didn't talk about, but podcast niche as well. I guess I did talk about it a little bit. I just didn't say it that way. With podcast niche, like I said, if you're in health, health and wellness, then you're looking to align appropriately with that niche. Like you, you want your sponsors to be in the health and wellness space. So audience alignment, podcast niche, your listener engagement, very, very important overall podcast reach and additionally growth. Cause let's not forget that. Yes, you're putting this ad their spot, your sponsors ad in to your show, but you can also ask for them to promo your show in various ways. Like this is not a one way road. This, this is definitely a way that you are creating a relationship for mutual growth. So remember that as you're building out these packages is that perhaps you're not necessarily looking for additional money for your show. You're also looking for growth. You're both wanting to grow together. You have a platform they have a platform and you can build in growth opportunities there as well. Additionally, like you need to be a super credible and authentic host. Like you need to be that, that, that type of person that people want to listen and engage with. And sponsors are going to be looking for that. That's where your reviews come in. That's where your social media presence comes in. That's where your ongoing email presence comes in. Like there are a lot of different factors that go into this credibility and authenticity piece. But one of the most important things is to make sure that you're doing your research for your shows. You know, people are not going to want to listen if you're not providing them with actionable tips, value advice, and if you're constantly spouting incorrect information. So this is true. Like if you have a new show, if every single day you're having to go back and retract what you said the day before, like you're losing credibility there. So just remember that you want to show yourself as being a credible and authentic post as well. And then you need to have a variety of ad placement options. And this is where your podcast host matters because Depending on the types of packages, if you are doing a sponsorship package for a block of episodes and they're they're always going to be the sponsor for that block of episodes, what they're sponsoring 
you might want it to be evergreen. They might want that block to be evergreen. Now, if it's for, you know, a, uh, if it's for something that is in fact not evergreen, you might consider that rather than it being a block of episodes, like literally I'm sponsoring episodes 100 to 110, instead it's a time period. I'm sponsoring the show for the month of May. And in that case, it is a dynamic ad that you could create. So like also remember that your podcast host and your ability to put dynamic ads and various ad spots into your show matters as you're doing this. You want to make sure that this is actually doable for you and understanding the nuances of your podcast host is extremely important in that. Additionally, ad format and the and creativity. Like I said, ad format matters. So host read ads are expensive. They, if you are recording the ad, like if you're having your sponsor record the ad and you're inserting it, that's a different kind of ad format. You're going to be wanting to include like pricing and budget. Don't forget to pricing and budget matters. And it matters on both sides. Like your sponsor has a marketing budget. You have a, an income goal. How do these two things go together in such a way that the packages make sense for both you and them? And then there has to be a way to track and measure. And this is where, like I said, if you are doing something for a sponsor and they they need to be giving you a separate landing page, not just for them. It's not so that they necessarily know. You also need to reach back out for those numbers. You need to know how these ads are performing because if you did an ad, it was super aligned and they made a killing on the back end then you want to know that that was a super successful ad so that you can continue to reach out to sponsors and you now have data backing up that ad spots in your episodes result in money earned. So you need to make sure that somewhere in your contract and in your agreement and in your relationship, there is a way to get that information back to you. And then you have to address exclusivity. Are they paying so that they are the only people who are advertising in those episode spots? Are they part of a bulk of advertisers that you're bringing on? This is something that needs to be addressed up front because what you don't want is to make it seem as if they are the exclusive advertiser in a block of ads and then you actually have a ton of them. You need to have that conversation up front and it needs to be included in your contract. And I keep saying the word contract. This is extremely important when you're talking about sponsorships, when you're talking about ad spots and things like that, that you need a very clear contract in place that outlines the responsibilities of all parties involved because you start bringing in third parties and you you increase the complexity of the overall podcast and the considerations that need to go into how you're doing your episodes and things like that. So just know that if you're going to bring in sponsors, there is definitely an amount of complexity that is being added in, in all levels. This isn't, this isn't like it's just complexity because now you've got an, another interested party in your, your podcast. You're also adding in complexity into your social media creation, into your content creation, into the overall structure of your podcast. You are adding in complexity in the project management of your podcast. There's a complexity element that's being added that you need to consider before you start searching out sponsorships because it sounds amazing, right? Sounds great. Somebody is so aligned with my show and they said yes to the sponsorship opportunity, but there are so many things to consider as you're doing it. So just make sure. And if we, if I need to do an episode on like 
how to set yourself up for success with sponsorships, I can do that too. But first of all, I just wanted to talk about sponsorships as a whole. I get the questions all the time of like, what is it? What does it mean? What can it mean for me? And that's what I hope I've been able to share with you in this particular episode is what it means to have a sponsor, the different ways in which people can sponsor your show and things to consider as you're starting to seek out these opportunities. And most importantly of all is remembering that your sponsor, anybody buying ad spots, they should ha- you need to have a relationship with these people. You need to be using the product. It needs to be something that you can truly put yourself behind with regard to brand. This is another thing to consider. Oh my gosh, I could tell, I'm telling you, I could talk about this. When it comes to alignment, something else that has to be in alignment beyond just audience alignment and topic alignment is values alignment. You need to have a sponsor who's also aligned with you from a values perspective. And you would think, oh, of course, that like that's inherent to audience alignment. When you're considering considering audience alignment, you need to be considering values alignment. But I feel like it deserves to be said in its own separate piece because especially this, these days with the competing messages on social media, in the news, in the media in general, like just there is a very wide range of values that are out there in the world. And you need to make sure that if you are putting yourself out there in such a way and you're sharing your values with your audience, that the people that you're having on to host and sponsor your show have the same set of values. Because all it takes is for one of your listeners to find out that you've had somebody on as a sponsor and their values are directly antithetical to yours, or they have a social media post out there that was clearly antithetical to your values something like that to completely change your overall credibility in the minds and eyes of your listeners. So you really like the sponsorship conversation is not this small, just get it done type of conversation. I think there's a lot to consider unless you're just a huge media outlet. And at that point, I still think your values matter. You are building like, for instance, if you have built a show from the ground up three years later, you've got hundreds and thousands, millions of listeners, millions of downloads, you know, all the things they are with you for a reason. And you don't want to alienate them because you aligned with somebody who is clearly not on the same page as you in the things, unless you address it. And that's the other piece. You could always bring something on. That's like, I love this product. Real talk. This is the only product that I've been able to find that it does this, 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 and this. We do not agree about these things. And that's perfectly fine. We can agree to disagree in this way, but I do think this is the best product. Like you would need to call out this thing if you know about it or just not partner with the middle. And the only reason I would even say to go into a partnership of that kind would be if they truly are the only thing on the market that has ever worked for you. But I highly doubt there's nothing else that would have worked for you equally. All right. This has gotten really long. I'm telling you these monetization ones, like we could talk forever about things to consider. And I really hope that you've gotten at least one nugget out of this one. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you'd like me to dive deeper into this topic. Again, at Quell's Podcast Services on Instagram and on Facebook, I believe. Let me know. I'd be happy to hear 
Um, you can also shoot me an email, hello at quellscompanies.com. I'd be happy to hear it in there too. All right. Until our next one, I thank you so much for listening and I am excited to keep digging into all the different facets of podcasting. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Love the episode? If so, I'd truly appreciate you leaving me some stars and some words or, you know, those ratings and reviews we all talk about. Want to immerse yourself in the podcast world? Head over to Facebook or Instagram and follow me at Quell's Podcast Services. That's K-W-E-L-L-S Podcast Services. I'm sharing more tidbits and knowledge and would love to connect. Today is the day to take action. What's one thing you can do to move closer to your podcast and business dreams? Do you have it clear in your mind? Okay, go do it. I'll catch you next time.